You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. As with every episode, we start off this one, uh, stating that the intended audience for this episode is uh, any current working pharmacist. So, with about 112 million Americans having their protected health information breached in 2015 alone, uh, cybersecurity in the healthcare arena, it continues to be of utmost importance. And one of the most important tips that a healthcare organization can implement, it uh, starts from the ground up through establishing a supportive culture around information security. Now, there are um, many applications and processes that deal with cybersecurity on a technical level, but the effectiveness is only going to be as good as the compliance, right? So you can have all these crazy technical achievements and stuff like that, but if it requires some kind of human compliance and they're not complying, then it's no good at all. The culture of the organization in support of an information security has tremendous importance in the actual effectiveness of that security. But what does this even have to do with pharmacy informatics? Well, a lot of the pharmacy informatics tools and systems, they require a level of security. And sometimes it's not as appreciated as it should be. So for this particular episode, we're going to be focusing on how to develop a culture that promotes security in the healthcare environment. So the Office of the National Coordinator, they have some uh, tips already that's available about like how to get have a good culture in a um, healthcare organization for security. And it involves training, having good role models, and even promoting accountability. Those are the key strategies that they suggest for a success in building culture. Um, in addition to those, other strategies that can be discussed are feedback assessments, um, stakeholder involvement and security awareness, and having a security ownership. So what do I mean about feedback assessments? Feedback assessments are important to have as a method of developing security culture because it helps with aligning the healthcare organization's goals with those of the law. So decisions in cybersecurity that do not have feedback assessments, they can cause large reputational and financial damage. Um, because of this, it's always important that assessments like these serve to communicate the risks and uh, the possible harm that can be done to all the different departments. So even just by visibly having the large scale assessments show uh, the users that security is a big deal and it's important enough for that uh, the healthcare organization that um, everyone needs to be informed of major security changes or uh, major implementations. It implies that significant impact and importance of security for the um, healthcare organization. In addition, the feedback that comes back, it helps with letting the information technology personnel know what they are doing that, uh, you know, what, what the things that they are currently doing right now, they can have a major impact on the workflow of the rest of the organization. So it brings a full understanding kind of between the security side and the healthcare stakeholders. So that goes into talking about involving the stakeholders. So involving the stakeholders is a key aspect in making sure that everyone is on board with the uh, security practices. This kind of goes together with security awareness. The, um, The stakeholders for a healthcare organization are likely anyone that is touching the patient record or needs to use the electronic health record to provide some sort of care. Having a security presence in the healthcare organization's multiple department committees, 
This can help these departments understand impacts to security with their committee decisions. So in addition, uh, including st- including stakeholders on security decisions not only increases awareness, but it shows that they are valuable and they are a valuable team member in developing the cybersecurity protocols of the organization. It has been found that an understanding of organizational culture uh, related to informational uh, security compliance can significantly aid in the execution of a successful security program. So we talk about um, one of the other things that I said I was going to talk about is the security ownership. So security ownership is another important trait for building a successful security culture. Having uh, personnel have ownership of parts of security empowers them and makes them more aware of its importance. In terms of applications and information technology workflows, having an ownership management system that clearly defines ownership also brings in a culture of responsibility um, and accountability to the security. And therefore, that also brings more awareness. Um, ownership management may have had less attention because it was considered as, you know, just an anti-theft mechanism in the past. But, you know, if you use it correctly and you leverage it as a tool, it can be used to increase the awareness and importance and uh, the impact of security at the organization level. But we are a pharmacy informatics and IT podcast. So what does this even have to do with pharmacy informatics? In working with pharmacy informatics and uh, IT tools, we as informatics pharmacists encounter a lot of products where, you know, interfaces and crosswalks need to be built. This includes things like interfaced um, automated dispensing cabinets, uh, smart pumps, electronic prescribing, and a bunch of other things. Sometimes these need a secure bridge between systems to talk. And there's a limitation on, uh, on who has access to modify and even troubleshoot those systems. What I've personally seen is that some organizations are too loose on this and they would allow anyone in the organization to access it. And they would rely on the idea that, you know, if a person doesn't know what they're doing and they're not trained to do it, then they won't touch it. But we know that this, this is not always the case. I've also seen uh, the opposite where there's a very tight control. And for example, the pharmacy team is not allowed to work directly on any interfacing or programming at all. And uh, in both cases, security in the healthcare organization is seen in negative light. In the first situation, security is seen as too loose. Therefore, it doesn't really appear to be an important trait to consider for the organization. In the second situation, it appears to be too strict, and it would hinder the workflow for the informatics pharmacist or even the pharmacy in general, since it's a ha- it has downstream effects. So both situations uh, lead to a negative culture surrounding security. The reason that I'm talking about security in this episode is to shed a light on how poorly security culture can be handled to result in these situations, like the ones I described. Um, hopefully, just by discussing security in the healthcare environment and how to improve culture, this gives you a better understanding of why things are the way they are wherever you work. So with the rapid growth uh, growth rate of healthcare organizations in the electronic landscape, security threats continue to grow with it, with increased entry points in health information. Focusing on building a stronger security culture will help provide protection of PHI and personal information as well as support the continued operations of critical business functions. So remember, it all begins with attitude because uh, culture really goes a long way. All right. If you like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Instagram at PharmacyITMe, or you can send us an email at PharmacyITMe at gmail.com, and you can follow me on my personal account on Twitter 
at uh, Tony Dow PharmD. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is the tool, and patient care is the goal.